0: so my doctor's appointment this week he told me um first of all the cool thing is he's like you don't have to wear your sling anymore your brace anymore at home if you don't want to but you can but wear it when you leave the house and i'm like oh dope i never leave my house (laughs) cool so what do i do now (laughs) but and he says you don't have to sleep in it if you don't want to but the thing is it's like with my dogs in the bed i just don't fucking trust them it's like yeah. Uh, you know so i i still actually wear it when i sleep i'm like it's just like a protective exoskeleton so they don't <laughs> jump on me or bump into me or whatever
1: it's your but iron
0: it, man arm yeah so i haven't been wearing it in the last couple of days but um it's still kind of you know it still feels like so, it's still sore it still feels a little bruised you know sometimes it still you know still gives me still gives me some issues so here's the funny thing so my elbow hinge works pretty decently like i can't go all the way up i could probably go about uh, 40 degrees down to like 130 maybe mm. um but i can't twist my wrist i can't twist my palm oh up. yeah I can go down, but I can't, I can only twist it. Like my thumbs at like 12 o'clock. I can maybe get it to like 11 o'clock, but I can't get it past that.
1: <laughs> that was always uh, and I, th- I think I was- I mentioned this before. That was always my pain in the ass after- when I cracked that, that uh, bone in my wrist, because yeah. like w- trying to get change out of the cash register was always a pain in the ass especially <laughs> because I'm left-handed.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I thought phys- I start physical therapy next week. So nice. hopefully we'll work on that, but yeah. It's been nice not having to wear my brace around here. I'm wearing a sweatshirt and sometimes a little stick my like my arm in my pocket or. So are you It's just... not totally useless, but it's. So are you just ginger with it? Yes. Got it. Like, I like as I like I said before, I can hold some things like I can hold a t-shirt, but I can't hold like my water cup when it's full. That's too heavy. Mm. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. I still can't really do my hair because, like again, I can't twist that. have to bring my head all the way down to like my knees and I can kind of put it in a ponytail. I just keep having to pass the rubber band over to my right hand to twist it around. Shit, man. (laughs) Kind of a mess. Getting old is the pits. Again, glad I don't have to leave my house.
1: Oh, man. Like go to an office and have to like deal with like office doors and driving and nope, everything.
0: I did um, last weekend. I got in the car. So last weekend, I forgot I pre-ordered some Valentine's shit from this bakery in town that I like. Uh-huh. So I had to go pick it up. And it was during Josh's at work. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to venture out and do this on my own. So dr- it wasn't bad driving into town and back. I wouldn't get on the freeway still because I'm like, I couldn't adjust my seat. Oh, God. <laughs> I had to close my door with my left hand. <laughs> uh. Seatbelt was okay because that was just a reach. But when I'm in the passenger seat, I can't really have a hard time doing it. Josh has to do it for me when I'm in the passenger seat. Uh-huh. But yeah, I'm like, okay, that wasn't bad. I'm like, um, yeah, I just couldn't adjust my seat and I couldn't uh, close the door and opening the door was a bit difficult <laughs> from inside. But yeah, I'm going to have to when I go to physical therapy because if I go two days a week, I, I'm assuming it's not just the two days he's off that are back to back. You know what I mean? They'll probably I know. Yeah, uh, spread definitely. it out.
1: Which I guess it'll force you to kind of like start using your armor a smidge more, I guess.
0: Yeah, like I said, I'll, I use it for some. I can use it to like hold something steady or balance something. I can't. I it's just not nothing too heavy. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. <laughs> work in progress.
1: Yeah, we're getting work in progress. There. How was uh, how was your week?
0: Um, pretty mellow.
1: Yeah. Uneventful. Uneventful.
0: Still yeah. trying to get the cat to come out of her fucking room. Still work in progress. Yeah, she, she's totally fine coming out when the dogs aren't in the room. But <laughs> I'm also thinking, well, maybe I made it too nice in there for her. Like, why would she want to come out? <laughs> so now you've made this oasis. Yeah. So now what we're doing last night, and it, and it sucks again that I'm one armed because I can't really help. Cause like I could hold Rebel with one arm because he's not feisty and out of control and I don't need to restrain him. He's just kind of, you know, there. But uh-huh. Betty, you kind of need if she's getting out of you know Wiggly, you need two arms to hold her. Yeah. So anyway, so like so, what Josh does is like last night he took, actually he took Rebel into the cat's room and they sat there for about a good five ten minutes and he didn't bark at her, so that was great. And then he took Betty in there and he didn't bark. Betty didn't bark at her, but Betty was sniffing around at her toys and all this stuff and got in her face a little bit and the cat didn't hiss at her. It's like okay, so that's good. But this morning though, I I get a, you know dogs are in bed with me and the doors closed. Oh my god! All last night the cat was sticking her paw under the bedroom door and like <laughs> doing that shit. Like I can hear her meowing out the door. And even though Josh is asleep, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to ignore you cat because I can't come. I can't come every time you cry. Right. Like at so, some point, uh, you're
1: just going to have to be a little self-sufficient
0: there. Yeah. You're a cat. So yeah, she just wants to fucking play and wants the attention. So uh, this morning I get up and I open the door and Betty comes out with me. And I guess the cat was in the living room because <laughs> Betty saw the cat in the living room. Oh, and then no. next thing you know, cat and Betty running in the hall and, and Betty chased her back. room. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember she barked up, but they were I just remember them whizzing by me and they were fast. And the cat was like just barely in front of Betty. <laughs> like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Oh god. Yeah. Like, I,
1: like, what do you think Betty would do if, he, if she like ended up catching her?
0: Nothing. That's the thing is Betty just wants to play with her, I think, uh, you know, and Betty loves to be chased. So, you know, she's going to want to play the chase game.
1: Yeah. Um. So it's just so a matter far, of the kitty realizing that it's just playtime.
0: Yeah, it's like-, like, get out of my face, you overexcited fucking dog, you know, and like before <laughs> I swipe you, your eye out, I, I think, you know, like I said, yeah. I'm not worried about the cat. I'm worried about Betty and Rebel losing an eye.
1: Yeah. Um, fucking kitty shanked.
0: Yeah. So I think what we're going to do also we're gonna keep Josh is gonna keep next few days just keep bringing the dogs in there for a little longer, a little longer, and then mm-hmm. eventually we'll move her cat tree out of there too. And that way, when she's out by herself, she realizes, oh hey, my tree's over here. It's a safe place for her to get climb up. Yeah, yeah. I had to order another fucking cat tree. Oh my god, you are right, a I, fucking cat person now. Well, the th- like I said, the thing with the dogs is she doesn't have a place to get away from them if they're bothering her. Yeah, she can't like Betty can go on the top of the couch. Betty can get up on the bed. You know, um. And so they're saying, I was, I've been reading a lot of articles on, you know, how to intermingle cats and dogs. And ooh, are cats trainable? And I told my husband, I said, I'm going to train this cat. <laughs> um, but they said, you, she should they like to climb. They like to see things from above, for sure. Yes. So they said, you should have a cat tree, like in every other room, a place that they can escape from. So I'm like, all right, fine. I've been looking for the ones like modern cat trees that don't look like those obnoxious carpeted cat trees. Yeah,
1: I've seen some nice cat carpeted cat trees, but you know, once the cats start to like claw that thing, they really look like they really go from like, oh, that's cool to like, that's fucking ugly.
0: Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but since we're renting and for now it's not our house, I don't want to put anything in the
1: walls. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean,
0: because if this were our place, I would put like those little shelves up that she sure could climb up and shit like that. Yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want to fill all those fucking holes when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So yeah. So for now, I'm just getting a couple cat trees, and then I got one of those cat shelves that with suction cups you just put in a window. And oh yeah. And it's got the shelf that folds down, and she can it doesn't. Sit it window. doesn't fall out. But, like it doesn't fall from the window. It's supposed to not. It's supposed to be able to hold up to like 50 pounds. I said. I think mm-hmm. it said she's only like. It's not even five pounds yet. Um. But yeah. So
1: uh, I need to give her
0: escape routes. <laughs>
1: Not to segue too much, but it, it kind of deals with the dogs a little bit. Um, so recently uh, I went to the Lego store and they have the little kiosk where you can make your own figures. Mm-hmm. Like the, the mini figs? Yep. Okay. And this one here.
0: Who's that? You. Pretty closer to the camera.
1: <laughs> She's wearing a pug shirt. A pug oh, astronaut shirt. Oh, that's cute.
0: That's you. She looks like a redhead though. Is it red? What color is her hair?
1: It's actually orange and black. Okay, very Halloweeny. Very Halloween-y and a pug astronaut shirt. So that's there fucking you are. cute. There's I got Chiba. a
0: minifig.
1: Yep, you are fig. officially. A you can mini put me in the goodie. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll be taking pictures of uh, is that where I live in the goodie. The two of us in the goodie with with uh our our manager who I call Duke. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh. Yep. Um, you are this. officially a minifig.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Um, last weekend I started taking out some of my. I put all my Christmas shit away, and I never really put brought my old shit back out before I broke my arm. So my house's shelves are very empty right now. Oh. So last week I started taking out some Funkos and putting them back out. Basically the ones I could get to. <laughs> so Ice Cube and his Impala, and easier out, and then I have. Biggie and Tupac out, but fucking Run DMC are like in some boxes, under some boxes, and I can't get to oh, them one armed right now. So, nope. Like, that's all that's there right now. But I was like, I can't wait to, uh, to, to fucking Legos together. No, I wanna.
1: Oh, yeah, put your shit together. Yeah. Like what? So, uh, once, once your arm is better operational, what, what set do you think you'll put together first?
0: I don't know. I have the Boba Fett helmet and I have that at at.
1: Oh, that's so dope. You have the Boba Fett helmet.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: I want the Mando helmet.
0: Yeah, I thought that it was pretty cool. Oh, we we caught up. We watched it. We watched I would, it I, We're
1: all done. I put it on the list because I wanted to talk about it to see if you'd gotten around to it. So, um...
0: here's a comment I made during the last episode. I said, "I feel like Boba Fett has turned into this." Okay, sure, whatever you say. Like he'll be like, "No, we're not going to do that." Then we're like, "Somebody'll be like, well, blah blah blah." Okay, fine, we'll do it that way. <laughs> every fucking scenario and me laugh.
1: Well, i you know it's I, I i was thinking about like the transition of like this like mysterious bad guy that like while yeah. we were kids didn't even we, talk we didn't know much about but i did like the fact that like if you've watched the the pre the uh the prequel tr- trilogy you know he's he kind of shows up as a kid there um you know and and I like the fact that they kind of show him, uh, you know, in the window, um, you know, watching Django go away. So it's kind of like this like story of like him looking for family, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, I get that. Which, which, you know, it is shed a little bit more um, in the, uh, in the Clone Wars cartoon as well, because he ends up joining up with, uh, with bounty hunters. And he, he gets with Cad Bane who basically trains him, who, Cad Bane um, was the uh, bounty hunter that Django basically trained. His dad mm-hmm. trained, so that's mm-hmm. what that that's the guy who shows up—the alien mm-hmm. dude, the gunslinger. Um, so I think that this 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 uh this show kind of focused more on family. You know, like he comes out of the Sarlacc, ends up with the Sand People, and they basically adopt him as family, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, his family gets slaughtered, so. He he takes over, you know, Jabba's palace, and is basically trying to
0: uh... trying to establish himself in town. Yeah, as most Muls- Espo- different kind of boss. Yeah, like cause... as an, I'm a
1: an nice boss. Well, because it's that underlining, like he still wants that like f- family thing, mm-hmm. you know, which is why when Cad Bane, um, they get to that part where it looks like they're about to the shoot out. He's like, you know, I haven't figured out what your angle is yet, mm-hmm. you know, and because he doesn't he, like he's he's. Like, Cad Bane is a fucking bounty hunter. Like, that's his life. That's all he gives a shit about. Like, he's worked for the Sith. He's worked for, like, all these people. So that's all he gives a shit about. So he just doesn't understand why Boba Fett would all of a sudden want that family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. I, I know people had issues with the, uh, the two episodes that went more Mandalorian than they did Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I had no fucking problem with it because... That I, doesn't I, bother I, me. It doesn't bother to me. It's Star Wars. Like, I don't give I mean, you gave me fucking not only did you give me Luke Skywalker again, but you gave me Luke Skywalker again. That looks a, a bunch fucking better because of the fact that you hired this deep fake guy from YouTube. And now fucking Luke Skywalker looks like Luke Skywalker. And he does, you know, because in that last episode of The Mandalorian, like, you looked like him, but it, it right. looks very like whatever. But like this one, I was like, holy shit, like they did a fucking amazing job on him. Yeah you know um
0: i have to say i'm kind of sad so we found out that baby grogu picked mando's gift and returned to him yeah so i was listening i've been listening to this like star wars
1: podcast uh recently and one of the guys had a good point or, or they brought this lady on who has kids and she's like you know sometimes when you're talking to kids they've already made up their mind you're just kind of quote-unquote, giving them the option, even though you know what they're going to pick. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Luke is sitting here and he's watching Grogu go through the steps, but he just still looks distracted, mm-hmm. right? He still doesn't look like he's fully into it. So I, I think Luke realizes that, like, this kid has made his, his decision already. Same thing with Luke. Luke had made his decision when he was on Dagobah, right? When, when he wanted to go save his friends and and, and Yoda was like, you got to fucking finish your training dog. Like whatever Mm -hmm, happens mm -hmm. to your friends happens. And he picks his friends. So, so Luke essentially has made a decision like this before. So he, I think he knew what Grogu was going to pick, but he still gave him the option of like, look, dude, like you can go one way or the other, but it's up to you.
0: Um, I mean, I know age is, Different to uh, uh, the Yoda beings, but I still feel like Grogu was much younger, having making that decision than Luke was at nineteen or twenty.
1: Um, sure, yeah, I think so too. But I think,
0: you know, if so then it, Luke's got
1: to give him a chance to come back if he wants to, seeing as how he did. Uh, there, I mean, maybe, but that 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 the problem is is that that now creates a little bit of a discrep not a discrepancy, but it it it, it creates bigger questions. Because if Grogu ends up actually really being Luke's real first student, then when does shit start to, like...
0: Right. I was going to say, this way, with him picking Mando, they don't have to tell us that story about if Grogu was there, the Academy, and all that, with Kylo Ren and all that bullshit. They don't have to fill any of that in. What I'm saying is, later down the line in the story, as Grogu gets older and wants to go back to Luke, after all this has already happened, like present time, Luke's Luke's got to take him back because... He got to. He made the same decision, and yeah. Yoda never turned I, his so back on him. My my assumption
1: at this point is that Grogu will still get some "quote unquote" training, but I don't think it'll come from Luke. I think it might be Ahsoka. Yeah, because, and here's yeah. the
0: thing: I turned around to my husband. I said, "So Mandalorians, nothing without baby Grogu," and they realize that. And for marketing purposes, um, yeah, he's uh, got to stay no. on the show. I I I. I I don't think that's it. I think the thing is, is that
1: instead of of focusing season three on them them kind of focusing on Mando by himself and and Grogu kind of, I think they just got it out of the way now so they can go back into, instead of it being Mando trying to find Grogu's way, it's now the two of them are together
0: and tag team basically, right? No, I get that. But I'm just saying they didn't want to do Mando. They didn't want to keep doing the Mando show without Grogu. I think um, is what they decided. I guess, but like
1: I I think they
0: again, maybe they decided that from the beginning so they didn't have to tell the story of Luke's Academy. Yeah. It's very possible. Right. But my bottom line is the Mando Mando show is nothing without Baby Grogu. you I mean, Mando wouldn't be selling half the merchandise by himself without Baby Grogu in that fucking show. Uh, I,
1: I, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I think look that, that, that first episode he comes back, I fucking loved it. It was just solely him. And, you know, you get the armor and P- Paz Vizla and the story is pretty much just about him. And, yeah, it, it, he, ta- he does. He does talk about Grogu and, and making him the little suit and stuff. But I, I, I think and, and, and he goes from, you know, tending and nurturing to this kid back
0: to his old ways where, I mean, he fucking like. I agree with the storyline, it would have been fine. From a marketing standpoint, there's no way. Look at the amount of Grogu toys that come out compared to Mando toys. It's probably I mean, it's, like one to ten. Mm, I I disagree. At with least that. one th- to five.
1: I, th- I think it's maybe I mean, one? in Funko
0: Land. It's uh-huh. at least one to five. There are tw- like five times as many Grogu statues yeah, as see, there are Bando. It, when it comes to Lego, it's not like that. It's not like you like sure no, you can. You can lo- buy you Lego, can buy. The- you can't make them cute. But look at like plushes, or look at any look at any of the sure. other merchandise out there. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. When, when it comes to us, I don't think I don't think they wanted, of, to, think they wanted to lose that. And
1: I don't think they ever planned to. I don't think, I, I, I think the plan was always to reunite these two. Um, and maybe it's because of what you're saying, and maybe, I don't know. But um, it, it'll be intriguing. More. I'll, I'll be... way
0: more about the merch than the storyline. They create the story for the merch. Uh, you know, sure. And,
1: and whatever. I'm fine with it. It's Star Wars. Like, I, I, I can't hate on it. <laughs>
0: I'm not hating on it. I'm no, just I'm say- not saying you hate on it. I'm yeah. just saying that, like, you know, there is people who, who have. I, I'm glad he's still in the story. I'm, I'm like, I swoon every time he's on screen. He's I, I, I
1: just cute. would have loved to have seen him wield a fucking lightsaber, though. Mm-hmm, and maybe mm-hmm. we will. Maybe yeah. we will. I don't know. Um,
0: um, did you watch any of Swap Shop? I haven't yet. I,
1: oh! haven't, yet. <laughs> I haven't yet.
0: I won. They already threw out a season two. There's two seasons now. Oh, wow. And they must have filmed it all at the same time. But um, I'm telling you, these comic book guys that are on every once in a while, you're going you're gonna to enjoy watching them.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the shit out of Mandalorian. Um, I finished up uh, the season of Peacemaker. Um, I don't know if you've got, if gotten into that. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, because I keep telling you about the beginning and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you'll dig that one,
0: even if it is. You've got constantly. a bunch of other shit we're watching. Oh, so. After we watched Tinder Swindler, dad's like, oh, you should watch this other one on Netflix. It was called The Puppet Master. She goes, He goes, it's the same kind of thing. It's just a thousand times worse. It's like, okay. So we watched it. It was three parts. And it's this guy who's still out there. Oh, geez. And the sad part is it, it was way worse. Like, there's two stories they're telling. One in current time about these kids who he's with their mother and mom's gone. They don't know where she is. They haven't had contact with her in years since this guy came into her life and blah, 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 blah. And then back to a story in the early 2000s when this guy was in college. I don't know if he was in college. He wasn't in college. He met, he, he met these college kids and convinced them. That, he tells everybody he's like a secret agent. And everyone's like, if he was, would he be telling everybody? Yeah. <laughs> So he tells everybody he's a secret agent. And then, like, he told these college kids, like, at the time in the UK, there were these bombings going on with Ireland, and, and then the UK was, they were bombing oh, the okay. Ireland. Okay. So, so that, yeah. that time. Yeah. Came. So he told them that some of the bombs, he worked his way into like telling these kids that they were connected somehow, or some friends of theirs were connected, and people were looking at them, and they, and they convinced them of like going on the run and using like their money and their credit cards the whole time. And then, like, He found out one of the girls came from money, and he'd always get her on the phone and tell tell your dad we need more money, or you know your the family's gonna get killed. You know we have that's why you have to be on the run so your family doesn't get killed, and stuff like that. And then like he would make these kids like get jobs and like give him the money. They thought they were paying for their like their security. Hmm. They had he had this bitch on the run for nine fucking years. What? And he would like at one point he let the other kids go. But like and one guy, he told him, I'm going to let you go back to your farm, but you still need to pay me because I'm I'm using my security team to watch your farm and blah, 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 blah. So he went back home and he said he ended up keep paying him for like a year or so. And then he realized if anybody's was coming after me, they would have come here. This is my home. This is the first place and nobody's come. Yeah. So he kind of stopped paying him. And then he ended up writing a letter to this other girl's dad explaining and apologizing. And this girl's this girl was on the run for like nine fucking years. And this guy would like. Tell her, I'm going to leave you at this safe house. You'll be fine. And he would leave her there for, like, weeks on end by herself, like, locked in a room. Holy fuck. And then he would come back because he's off somewhere else running some other scam kind of thing. And I was Mm. like, turn to my husband. I go, has he at what point have they ever said that he has a gun or a knife or that he never like. Or a a certain set of skills. (laughs) Right. Both staff perhaps. But it's like it was all just. Manipulation just just his words he never physically mm. told them you know like he at one point this one girl that he'd had for so long, I think he ended up like kind of beating her up and abusing her, but it's like you have these people on the run just from a fucking store, I'm like, how could you be that fucking gullible, yeah, and then like there were just more stories of like him doing this to people and it's like you know it's the same story every time like he comes into these people's lives, and then all of a sudden they get isolated, they don't talk to their friends and family anymore, and stuff like that, like these people that were looking for their mom hmm they got the police involved early on and they found her and they said do you know he's a con man and she goes yeah I'm okay I'm I'm gonna stay with him." and then like later on like the emails and stuff they would get from her they're like that's not her talking or I mean those aren't her words she wouldn't talk like that it's like you know you don't know if she's really along the ride with him because she's being conned because there was another woman who was engaged to him at one point because she believed all of his stories and then she realized what was going on but the mom they said something like it's like you don't know if yeah, is she locked in a room somewhere like he did hmm. to this other chick it was just like fucking crazy and yeah the, the, and then the story just, like the guy was still out there like damn yeah it was just a lot more minis- like sinisterly manipulative than the other guy who was just going after him i mean yeah who was who was the run just... for nine fucking years it's like yeah I mean, oh my was... god
1: the tender the swindler was more like, you know, like romancing these women and then like pretending that like shit was going to go down with him. And then, you know,
0: this guy was much more serious. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a secret agent and your life's in danger and your family's going to die and all this shit. Have you started inventing Anna yet? No, but I remember you saying their accent was weird. So I actually threw on yesterday. There was a 2020 piece about her, a real mm. the real story with the real her on it. And everybody said when they met her, they're like, you couldn't quite place her accent. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's so it's on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started
1: watching Um, I started kind of like doing a little bit of a deep dive on, on this mm-hmm. Anna Sorkin slash Anna Delvey uh, mm-hmm. person and kind of uh, listening to a couple of, uh you know, things where she was talking. And yeah, like you could tell, like she's got an accent, but you can't really place it. I'm not done with it. I'd say I have like maybe like two episodes left. Uh-huh. Um, But I, I think the actress who's playing her is is, is playing it up a little bit more. Than oh, yeah. Yeah, she's you a know. good actress, too. Um, but uh, but it's it, it's still intriguing. Like I, I, I looked up because I'm like, damn, is this chick still in prison? So apparently no. she, she's not. Well, she is again. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. So she wasn't for like uh, a handful of months. And then I think ice picked her up and it's trying to
0: deport yes. her ass. Yes, yes. Because uh, this 2020 interview I watched, she was there being interviewed. And in the interview, her accent wasn't as prominent. She almost sounded like more way more Americanized. Yeah. Like you barely even caught hints of an accent. And her whole thing was like, you know, so people feel like you, you con them, you know, She's, and she'd be like, her answers would be like, oh, well, do you feel conned? <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. like just being like this charming and laughy person. She had her lawyer sitting there and they were talking about, she goes, well, did you give fake documents to the bank about your. Uh, your bank account? And she looked at her lawyer. She's like, I can't answer that. You know, and she's like, I can't answer that. And because her lawyer came on screen and goes, there's no evidence that that proves that she made these documents. So that's what she's trying to keep her away from. So Yeah. yeah, she spent four years in jail. It's so funny because she was found guilty on like some of the crimes, but not all of them. And then her sentencing was anywhere to 4 to 15 years or 12 or something. She ended up getting yeah. – sounds like the minimum. because She was only in jail for four years, and they yeah. let her out for good behavior. Yep. So, yeah, she was out a little while, and apparently back to her bullshit. And then she got busted by ICE, and now her lawyer's like, she's going to fight tooth and nail to stay here. Yeah, like she – well, and, and
1: and the kicker is is that when the show was being made, like, they brought her in as a consultant. So yeah, she, she technically she, got paid. For this. She got I mean, paid
0: three hundred fifty thousand dollars. She sold her story for three hundred fifty thousand dollars to Netflix. She had to pay up back two hundred thousand yep. in restitution to all these hotels and outstanding bills, yep. but that still left her with a, a chunk. Yeah. To go, and she's gonna keep doing it. She's just gonna keep selling her story. And then they're talking about how this her, that friend that she scammed, the Rachel chick, she's yep. still selling her story too.
1: Well, yeah, I hope so, because like these people gotta make their money. So right now I'm. in her timeline uh her and like a few people went to morocco Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and um you know she's been kind of like oh you know we're in morocco you know my my credit cards don't work here blah 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 you know i'm sure that you know it's because of we're in morocco
0: and i forgot to tell my bank i was going to be in a different country
1: well you know because she's 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 using it more as like her banks are shitting on morocco because they're like fuck morocco Mm. um so her her uh her uh investment lawyer whatever guy has called her and says you got the fucking loan but just to do their due diligence you know they're gonna need to um go and um and and and, uh go you know and 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 talk to people in uh what germany or whatever about those assets that your dad has and that's where she's like fuck you know you see it (laughs) on her face like she's like oh shit Mm -hmm. um it's it's fascinating you know that the two big people that they focus on is not only her in the story but the uh the reporter Mm. who's doing the story on her Mm -hmm. um but it's 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 intriguing it's it's definitely captivating and and uh i bet i could only watch like one episode here and there (laughs) because after a while you're like come on people can't you Uh, tell right but i guess i don't know i i'm not rich i've never been rich um but it's interesting that like they're just so I mean, like she even like hangs out with that guy who bought the Wu-Tang album. Oh, a pharma bro guy. Yeah, yeah. And he, so like they have some guy playing him and stuff, but it's funny because they all shit on him. It's like the guy who disrespected Wu-Tang, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, that guy. But it's fascinating. It's, it's fascinating that she got as far as she did. With people just bullshit. With just just having this aura of like, nah, I'm rich. I'm come from money. Oh, uh, I'm having problems with my credit cards here. Um, do you mind picking it up? I'll get you back. Yeah. Although there was uh, the the chick at the hotel, um, who should be friends, and she ends up borrowing money from her, and she ends up paying her back. So she found some money somewhere to pay people back. Um, but intriguing is all. Fuck, man. God damn it. Apparently she still has an Instagram. Yeah. I, I think she got banned from Twitter, but she's still got an Instagram. Crazy, yeah. Um. Oh, uh, did you watch the uh, halftime Super Bowl? I did. Or the uh, halftime.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> like that's all I watched. I, I ended up having my sister in law just uh, text me when it was time.
0: Oh, uh huh. Because I, I was on. like,
1: yeah, because I like I, I I haven't cared about fucking football in ages. We just,
0: had it, it's funny because we had it on and it was pretty good back and forth game. But by the end of it, I went, oh, it's over. And the Rams won one by three. So it sounds like it should have been a better game than it was. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. I mean, look, I'm,
1: I'm happy that I live in a town that has a lot of champions. Like, it's cool that like, this is the first big major sporting event at this SoFi Stadium. And, you know, our team won the Super Bowl in it crazy That's fucking awesome yeah so, yeah that kind of stuff like you know city spirit yeah go ahead right um but i was more concerned about the the halftime show which is funny like people are like oh look at millennials all happy that they got a super bowl show it's like millennials
0: this ain't their shit uh-uh. millennials
1: what the fuck are you talking about this is gen x at the very least motherfuckers mm-hmm. so i it's just people just getting shit wrong it was annoying but i i thought it was great um it was real fun i wanted more of it <laughs> yeah it was like 14 it's like, you minutes know, the beginning. Long... yeah
0: they're like 12 minutes i'm like you're cramming all these artists in 12 fucking minutes and i love all the people that were like why is 50 cent hanging upside down if you have to ask that question then go home go <laughs> yeah. home fucking millennials go home yeah
1: did you never see fucking <laughs> like literally his first fucking video
0: that's how it oh, sure was introduced to the birthday. fucking world.
1: although I, I did enjoy the memes that were like here's 50 cents view uh, right before uh, he started performing, and it's everything just upside down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: that M took a knee. Go uh, on, good M, for
1: you. M took a knee. I, I wish he would have done a, a, a little bit more. Uh, yeah, like songs or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted more. Like it's funny because the uh, if if you notice the the floor was in the shape of a football, but it was basically the outline of, like, L.A., basically. It was LA, basically. yeah,
0: it was L.A.'s map. It was dope. The lights would change on it. The streets yeah. lights would change on it. She said, so yeah, I was, no, like, I, that. That I was dope. looking
1: for the old hood. I'm, like, it's got to oh, be nice. here somewhere.
0: God damn it. I thought Mary was great. Mary was gr-
1: dope. She was hilarious at the end, though, when she, like, falls back she's like all right i'm i'm exhausted i'm done y'all
0: yeah yeah and at one point later on i don't remember who i think it was M that was on and they go down and her and fitty are like sitting on a couch like on the set but they're like jamming it was like that was good i
1: liked i liked the way that they did the set you know Mm -hmm. like i'm i I, i'm sure that like the one side might have gotten shortchanged a little bit but i I like the fact that it was like these like modular trailer things and like the you know like dre would go up and down and with his like um you know, big old thing. I like the fact that they had the the instruments playing the uh, the music, and I like it was, that it, it was dope it, to see like Dre playing the the, the piano.
0: Right. As I was gonna say, I like that it started with him coming up with the produce on, on the producer with the producer deck. You know, yeah, Cause like, yeah, that was dope. That's what it's all about. Oh, it was man. it was cool. It's funny though to me that like you know my husband said something like, "I hope none of them do something stupid to fuck it up," and I'm like. None of these guys they got are known for being controversial. Snoop made me a little bit back in the day, but not so much. Snoop's all about making his money and getting as much fucking well, coin even, and endorsements and shit shows as he can.
1: I mean, He's even Emin, I mean the thing is, you're dealing with, with these, even Eminem would have done something controversial back in the day, but these guys are all older now. Yeah, I go, you know what? They don't want to fuck anything up. They're not dumb. None of these guys are dumb. You did, know? You hear, did you hear that like uh, I don't remember if it was the post or something, but they put out a, uh, put out a like, oh, Snoop uh you know they 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 made it sound like a controversy that snoop was getting like um high before oh yeah i saw
0: the video i saw the video but it was more like people just passing around like laughing about it. i didn't know the poster or anything about there, it there, but it's i,
1: like... I forgot it was the poster but it was one of those that like we're kind of like making it sound like it was a shocking thing and then people it's like, like it's fucking snoop and people were writing like oh he just lost a fan i'm like he didn't have a fan if you did not understand that this has been his thing since he started right like, if it offends you that he was smoking, the then fuck? get the fuck out. Yeah. Plus, I mean, I mean, look, even if even if you had literally no idea that this was his shit, um It's I LA and
0: it's legal bitches. Yes, yeah,
1: he's in LA, it's <laughs> legal. I don't know what to tell you. Uh so I found that kind of fucking hilarious. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought it was good. Um I love the videos going around on TikTok of people filming their parents when it came on because, like you know, uh, all moms the old are parents putting down their their drinks and s- snacks and shit and getting up and dancing and <laughs> everybody's see
1: walking and shit.
0: Yeah, everybody's singing the fucking words every fucking song. Everyone's like, "Oh, all, all, all you kids, about to realize how cool your parents are at this halftime show."
1: <laughs> I mean, look, Prince was still like mm. the dopest, but Preach. this, but this is still pretty fucking close because. You know, all the, the other ones shit. are fine and it's, all. Yeah. But, but this is Aerosmith, like L.A. Aerosmith, whoever. Like if you had, fucking,
0: if, fuck Kid Rock. Yeah.
1: If you would have had Aerosmith or Kid Rock in L.A., like that would have like sucked. But like you at least kept things very like,
0: I don't know, hip hop centric. Have I the Chili Peppers like... done it before too? I was like, I, I guess I was trying so. to think I'm like, who's L.A. that's not hip hop? I'm like, you know, Chili I mean, Peppers. I think they've done it already. Yeah.
1: But. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was solid. I, I wanted more of it. I want I was like, gonna say
0: this is gonna open the door, maybe we'll get some more rap in there. Oh, and then the, a lot of the shit I saw going around going if you didn't like the halftime show, but you watch football and you watch those guys run around on that field all every week, you're fucking racist. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If 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 you if the words rap is crap came out of your mouth. Which I I remember the first time I ever heard that was when we worked at the Goody and some fucking tall white dude walked in and goes, you know what happens when you put a C in front of rap? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. Okay, well, bye, <laughs> idiot. Um, yeah. Speaking of music, did you? Uh, so you know, everybody's getting comfortable now with COVID and shit. Now Coachella. And Stagecoach and Disneyland are all pulling their uh, their mask mandates.
0: No, thanks, y'all. Here's my theory. Uh uh-huh. Because not enough people got vaxxed. Because, uh-huh. like, two-thirds of us were supposed to get vaxxed, and maybe the shit would have died out and gone away. Nobody else keep passing shit around to, right? Sure. But because we didn't, I'm sorry, because they didn't, it's like I feel like shit's just going to keep bouncing around people. We're going to just keep getting these different strains every fucking winter, and every fucking winter it's going to come back to put your masks on. And every fucking spring and summer, you could take them off. I don't, they're going to say you could take them off. I still don't think you should until the shit's completely gone, but it's never going to happen because nobody follows the fucking rules.
1: I, I'm, I think I've come to the realization that I'm okay if I'm going to be around a large group of people. I'm just going to be masked all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, th- I, I think I'm okay with it. I, my, my problem is that I don't want to give people the, the, the impression that I'm not vaxxed.
0: Mm-hmm. I want a ma- I'm gonna make a mask that say I'm vaxxed, I just don't like you.
1: Yeah. I, I I'm masked, but you're an asshole is what I would love to be wearing. <laughs> like you're just a dick and I don't trust you. Um yeah, I don't know, man. If people are getting relaxed, uh, like people at w- at work fucking had the COVID. Oh, yeah.
0: now- we got yeah. the man, we got the thing is, oh, you don't have to wear masks anymore. Oh well, good for you. Think- yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I love that. It's like, oh, but if you're unvaxxed, you're supposed to wear it. It's like you think they're gonna be honest, no, about it's it?
1: it's the va- it's the unvaxxed people who don't wanna wear their masks. Mm-hmm. And it's me who who is triple vaxxed and and it's gonna keep his fucking mask on because I just don't want your shit. You know, like I said, people at work caught the shit and yeah, it didn't hit them harder, but I still don't want it.
0: Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want your cooties. No, I'm just gonna go I'm gonna move to Japan where it's just a thing and no nobody cares.
1: Yeah did uh did you read the uh the article i sent you about the pastor who had been baptizing people for 20 years and um they kind of don't count because instead of him <laughs> saying he said uh, we baptize you in the name huh. of whatever as opposed uh-huh. to i baptize you in the name of uh way to go way so, to go <laughs> once again organized religion look mm-hmm. like if you want to believe in baby jesus that's your thing but organized religion is a fucking hilarious kind of um Joke show, because now because of one word instead of saying "I" instead of "we," uh, these people are not vac- uh, are not vaccinated <laughs> are not vaccinated by being baptized. Um, it, yeah, because if if you're like when I was growing up and, and going to Catholic school, like you had to do things in a specific order. So you had to get like baptized. You had to do your first communion. You had to do your confirmation, and then you could get married. And if you didn't get baptized, you would go to hell at least that's, that's the impression we always got as kids. Like mm-hmm. you need to bap Like even, even
0: when we had little home sites, my, 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 my mom
1: was like, are you going to get her baptized?
0: Isn't it like, you know, clearing of your sins so you can go to heaven. Yep. Okay. So I'm sorry. And, and what age are you supposed to get this done uh, as a baby. Yeah. So what, what baby sins have you committed? That well, we're, we're born
1: with sin is the problem. Oh, damn yeah. it.
0: <laughs> so it's not even my fucking fault.
1: No, we're just born with it. Yo, no, okay. I, you know, so we we were just born with it. So all these people who it, were probably like uber religious and and uh, went through the whole rigmarole of of processions to to do things, and now, um, yeah, a lot of these didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was like, that is fucking hilarious. Like people just shitting themselves.
0: Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, about that Burger Boys shirt you sent me. Oh, did you? Nice. It was just thirteen dollars. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Uh,
1: that's why I, that's why I follow the uh, T Fury because you you'll get like, um, I mean, you could buy it later, but it's going to cost you like twenty bucks as opposed boo. to like just buying it like the shirt of the day, which is thirteen bucks. So um, um it was it was basically uh Bob's Burger, but it's done, Bob
0: it, it, and um Jean and Teddy. Yeah, as as the Beastie Boys in Beastie Boys pose, pretty funny because it's pretty because because Eugene is like at least a teenager, he's like he's like eleven in the show, so <laughs> like it's Gene older. <laughs> um,
1: you want to go to our song list? Uh, one last story I wanted oh. to talk about, which I I, I oh, think I said you. Yeah, I forgot. I was gonna bring that up. too. That was
0: the next one. Uh, Dave Grohl is that mm-hmm. the
1: one? Yep. Da- Dave Grohl making a thrash metal album for for his like it's a movie or something?
0: Yeah, okay, so I'm way more excited about the movie. It's called Studio 666 and it's a horror movie starring oh, the band as themselves. Like they rent this house to film to record an album and Dave gets possessed by the house and gets obs- <laughs> <laughs> he gets obsessed. <laughs> There's the trailer's out, it's great. There's a scene where he's like, "Oh, I've got a great idea for a song" and he starts playing the riff forever long and Taylor's like, we already wrote that song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched that. I'll have to look. I'll have to look. It's it pretty up. fucking funny. And then like, there's an article came out this week about how they, they got one of the actors from Westworld who they were friends with. They gave them acting tips. They're like, we had to get an acting coach to give us tips on how to be ourselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they didn't come they, off as just. Yeah.
0: Like, like Dave just, came up with the idea when they were recording this album and, and actually like it started out as a joke, but then they actually got some screenwriters to help them. And fleshed it out into a full movie and decided to fucking film it. So, yeah, studio, it's called Studio 666. It sounds fucking amazing. I can't remember here. I'm gonna Google it and see like when it's released, when it's gonna be on. (sighs) Shit, it's in the movies. Oh shit, it's even got it like it's playing at the uh, Galaxy Theaters in Atascadero. Like on the 24th. Like like on the 24th. Yeah
1: oh damn hopefully it'll hit streaming soon yeah <laughs> i really yeah, want to listen to this to album the Wiki. i mean this guy this guy's done disco he's done like you know all kinds of
0: fucking supernatural horror comedy
1: <laughs> let me let, let me just pull it oh god damn it let me just uh let's see here let's go to the youtubes
0: while the foo fighters struggle to record their 10th album at an encino mansion band frontman Dave Grohl is forced to battle the supernatural forces within the house <laughs> oh my god Lionel Richie's in it
1: oh see you, at least you just started with that
0: right additionally d- Whitney d- Cummings d- will Forte Jeff Garland <laughs> Leslie Grossman Carrie King and Jenna Ortega Food Fighters you gotta get me a record it's our 10th album we gotta break the mold on this one.
1: Oh my god cats in let's it. go somewhere <laughs> we've never been
0: this place is amazing. No band in
1: this overwhelming sense of
2: death. Doesn't really seem like the right fit. Whoa, it's rad. That was weird. The sound of this house is the sound of album ten.
1: All right, you guys, amps, living room.
2: Let me apologize in advance for
0: all the rock we're about to make. Got a couple of ideas I've been working on? I'll lay them on you. <laughs> Dude, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, It's called Everlong, and you wrote it about 20 years ago. <sighs> <laughs> How you feeling? Everything okay?
0: Ever since we moved into this house, my mind is flooded. We all have writer's block. This is not just a creepy rock and roll house. It allows spiritual entities to cross into our world.
2: God. One flew over the cuckoo's nest crazy. It's this place, man. <laughs> Let's finish the track. Can't we just wait, dude? Just play the drums. <laughs> You found a new musical note?
0: Hell oh, yes, I did. It's an L. <laughs> Any chefs in the group?
2: I'm pretty handy on the grill. Yeah,
0: you like your meat charred and dry. <laughs> like me! Let's make a killer barbecue. What do
2: we do? We go save his ass. Is the album almost done? Yeah, it's killer. (laughs) Here
0: you go, man. Finish the song. You did.
1: Holy shit! I can't wait to review that and review the album. <laughs> uh, it's released on the twenty fifth worldwide. Oh, please be on streaming soon, right? <laughs> that looks fucking fun, doesn't it? I, I, I've cannot... been excited about
0: this for a while. I heard about it.
1: Oh, that looks so good. <laughs> uh, uh, Dave Grohl. I'm gonna say it again every time his name comes up on this podcast. It, dude's a national treasure, right? Just, just fucking breathing in people. Truth. All right. So podcast. Uh, let's uh, let's go oh, to the, the playlist. The, the playlist. All right. So we picked a couple of songs here kind of last minute because we were like, oh, shit songs. Forgot. Um, mine uh, is a little bit of an older one, but it's it's a good old song that it's not as old as it sounds. It's like 2017, but it's uh-huh. got a little bit more of an older sound to it. It's uh, 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 I never need Uh Get Old by Daniel Radcliffe and the Night Sweats. (laughs) Oh, okay. I know them. Yeah. So um like to hit hit go.
0: All oh, in love so strange said you never know while I try my best they to
2: cover eyes, it's a
0: calming way to blame and hide the truth. I know that some will say the matter's
2: a little bit.
0: All oh, but come on and mean it to me. I need it so bad. I need it to try.
2: Need it to
1: fall. Need so that one's mine. Nice little ditty.
0: Nice little ditty. We play them on uh one of our stations, the crush 925
1: nice nice yeah i like that song i like that dude um one of the guys i used to work with um at the old place uh uh got me into that and ended up meeting him at some i think he was staying somewhere at a hotel or something and he was staying there so he's like oh
0: shit oh that's funny (laughs) so I got a picture with him i always confuse him with daniel radcliffe from harry potter yeah (laughs) which would be weird if he was
1: going around with a jean jacket and no shirt and big crazy chains <laughs> creepy
0: <laughs> creepy. and your song is off the new duran duran album well it's the latest duran duran album anyway and um i love that my favorite band as a, a child as a teenager one of my first favorite bands favorite boy band i guess if you will they're still making albums and it's sounds
1: like duran duran once you hear totally it, totally you know
0: it's funny because i knew they had a new album coming out and i kept getting tracks sent to me the first one i heard the off it i was like meh I mean, because they still keep pumping out albums. There's one they came out with in the early 2000s that I really liked. There's one they actually hooked up with Timberland as a producer, and I was like, really? Whoa. And I was like, man, it wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, so every time they had come up with something new, I'm always kind of, eh. but I actually came across this one on YouTube when they were performing it on Fallon, I think, and I was like, oh, I actually like this song, and I added it to my playlist. All right, let's 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 let like the hit here go. <laughs>
1: little print right there right it is. It is. It is. that fucking voice man
0: still sound like grand Duran after oh my god yeah. Like that, Barry Duran Duran.
1: Oh, like, like I don't even want to hear fucking Simon go like solo because <laughs> like your voice is Duran Duran. Like I yeah. don't, I ever want to hear you pretend to like do your own shit. And I, I think you have, but I don't want to hear. It.
0: Nah, he, they, Duran Duran split off at one point in the early '90s, and Simon and a couple of guys went and did Arcadia. And then, too, the other guys went and Holy did Power shit. Station with Robert Power. Palmer. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's okay. what happened. Yeah. Simon never went completely right. on his own. Yeah. Fucking Arcadia. And then they ended up getting back together. Um, so this album came out in October of last year. Invisible is actually the first song on it. The album was co-produced by um, Mark Ronson, one of the producers. Oh, nice. Uh, it was Giorgio Moroda and er- Earl Olgan. I don't know who that is. Um. There's a few songs that have come out on this, but that's the one that grabbed me. And yeah, that's first, good. First that's song good on the album.
1: It's a, it's 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 unmistakably it's, yeah. Duran Duran. Pretty,
0: pretty classic. Duran Duran. <laughs> that's how on the okay. So there's this documentary that we watched as a kid that they made on them called Sing Blue Silver, and it was only it was a tour documentary. It wasn't about like their whole career or anything like that. And it was back in the '80s, and me and Jen watched it all the time. And that's at one of the European announcers announced them on the show. Yeah. I don't remember what she said, but do that. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you, you
1: revisited how you knew that because I, I, I've heard like, you know, it's one of those things that we talk about where it's like, you just, it just becomes vernacular and you're like, I, I don't where even remember came from. where I heard that. And
0: it was like, um, yeah, that's the story. Jen and I used to watch that thing on VHS all the time. And then um, a few years ago for, I don't know, Crystal's my birthday. She bought me the fucking, um, dvd reissued oh nice like in a like the cover was like fuzzy or something like that Uh, (laughs) like yay
1: oh that's Ah, that's that's a great
0: documentary too
1: it was dope
0: duran 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 (laughs) and then the clip from that documentary and they're performing at a they're performing in a studio like a tv studio performance Uh uh-huh but the fucking i think it's like I think the music was piped in. I don't think they were playing live except the fucking saxophone was playing live. So it was that huh. every time this saxophone hit, it was just like that. It, just stood <laughs> out. it was so fucking funny and so loud. It was, just, it was pretty funny.
1: Oh, Duran, Duran. Duran, Duran. duran.
0: <laughs> I saw them at Irvine Meadows in the 90s on the wedding album tour. That's the oh. first time I ever saw him. I never saw him in the 80s. But yeah, on yeah. uh, that ordinary world when that was real big, I yeah. saw that tour. And then a handful of years ago, the full original band reunited and like it was probably like 10 years ago or so and did a tour. And Jen and I went and saw them at Staples. Oh, except shit. That our seats were separate. I didn't actually get to sit with her. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah.
1: I feel like I've seen them in that like late 90s early 2000s period but i don't i feel like i
0: did maybe like, like those part, are the only two of concerts something... i've been to mm-hmm. and it's like i doubt you would have seen durand Duran around with anybody else <laughs> but i've never seen uh, a festival left, or anything yeah like a, it would have had to have been like i feel like it was a festival or something
1: but maybe i'm just making things up as well. i don't
0: think so I think of it. I don't really think they've done that many festivals. If they have, maybe European. Mm, I don't like ever a, remember. Really like, rock. not a K Rock thing or something.
1: Like, a, a man, like acoustic <sighs> Christmas or oh, no. the Weenie Roast. Remember when they used to do those yeah. things? When K Rock was like a do thing? They, they
0: don't do those anymore?
1: Who knows? Because who fucking listens to K Rock anymore? <laughs> Fuck K Rock. Like, you know, they they, you know, once they got rid of fucking Kevin and Bean and all those people, uh, you know, uh, who does like, their morning shows some i I, th- I think for a while it was like striker and then like i think after that like they went randos like they you know i listen to like bean and like ally like on a podcast they do together and I, I know like kevin's doing something on like one of the other radio stations with like sluggo but huh. yeah as far as i know like i don't know anybody who listens to k-rock anymore because once they they, they fucking cleaned house everybody was like go fuck yourself
0: Apparently, Duran Duran was on the Weenie Roast in 2016, but I can't even find their name, so maybe not.
1: Yeah, fuck K-Rock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Weenie Roast.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they do any of those things anymore. So, even Googling if they do, that.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, Seth of Crazy Town arrives at the Duran Duran concert at the Roxy. I'm sorry, what? There's a Duran Duran concert at the fucking Roxy? Damn. Okay, but Seth from Crazy Town, there was there. That's sad.
1: Mm-hmm. The fact that anybody noticed and like posted about it, wrote about even, it. Yeah, yeah. It's even more sad.
0: There is a um, Prime series called Dark Side of the '90s, and there huh. it's a little documentary talking about different shit. Okay, and we've watched like half of them so far. One of them was about the Viper Room. All about the Viper Room. Oh. I wonder, if, I, wonder um, I wonder if it's the same people who did um,
1: Dark Side of the Ring, because I know that they were talking about spinning that show off into different, like, things. I wonder if it's the same
0: people. Um, the other one, we stopped and we haven't watched it yet, is um, <laughs> it's all about Beanie Babies. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, and you the said first... it's on Prime? Yes. The which first is, which one... is where I thought our movie
1: was on. I know. I did,
0: too. It. Me, too. No, no, no. I lied. It's on Hulu. Just. Oh, the dark side of the '90s is on Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was on Prime too, and I'm like, went to find it. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, uh, so you did find it then? <laughs> I was uh, saying, yeah. You a Message, yeah. Well, I, I
1: was going to message you, and then I was like, let me look at HBO because I could have sworn I saw it on there. Yeah. And luckily, I found it on there.
0: Luckily, or on um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Secrets of the '90s. Uh, or, yeah. Okay, so the first one we watched is about um, talk shows. How the it's dirty and deadly talk shows is what they called it. But, but like I remember how Donahue. The, like, yeah, and Springer. And then how everything got totally like crazy. And then like that one guy Morton, killed that guy. Morton Downey Jr. Was that his name? Morton Downey yeah, Jr. that was one of them. Yeah. So yeah, then the Viper Room and then TV for Teens. It, it was about how Fox changed television with a bunch of teen programming. Like Parker Lewis Can't Lose and shit like that. Oh, funny. And then the rest of it was like there's Beanie Babies, Grunge, Baywatch. Oh, <laughs> Something about cults and y2k <laughs> anyway oh Y two dark side of the 90s yeah the viper room thing was fun i was like oh i i <laughs> i passed out right there <laughs> <laughs> ah the good old days i passed out on that curb boy uh should we get into our movie then um yeah let's uh
1: let's play that music
0: all right you do that i'm gonna step out real quick i'll be right back
2: Yo, it's the Goody Squad.
1: Hey, everybody. Episode 140, Goody Squad, Chiba and Aaron X. Uh, Here to talk about this week's movie, which was Promising Young Woman, which wasn't on Prime. It was on HBO Max. And so luckily we found it. And hopefully <laughs> if you guys are gonna watch it, you'll find it as well. Um stars Carrie Russell and a bunch of other people that you might go, oh yeah, I know that guy like um Schmidt from um from uh, New Girls on there and uh a couple other people, but uh yeah, it's uh It's not on Prime. It's on HBO Max. (laughs) see my shirt. What's that? Did you see
0: my shirt? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, that's dope. I like it. I see a symbol, but it says Ad-Rock. For those of you who can't see. Sign me up. So, so yeah. We watched Promising (laughs) Promising Young Woman on HBO Max starring Carrie Mulligan. You Carrie know what Mulligan.
1: Not... Who did I say? I I, I said it's Carrie Russell. It's Carrie Mulligan. Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> you know why I like Carrie Mulligan. Why? She spells her name the same way I do. Well, shut on a stick, y'all. <laughs> right.
1: So where did this? Where did you come up with this movie and adding it to the list? And just give us a breakdown of like.
0: Uh, I don't remember exactly where I heard about it, but I heard about it probably like I feel like like a year ago
1: okay
0: i feel a little while ago it looks Um, like it came out last year yeah okay and uh all i knew it was about this girl who's taking revenge on uh i didn't know why but she's taking revenge on uh, those guys that take advantage of drunk chicks in bars that's all i knew about it okay so it sounded good
1: (laughs) yeah it sounded good it
0: sounded good um so yeah, so basically the story goes, uh, we're following uh what's her name? Hold on. I'm on the actress's page, not the uh the movie page. Yeah. Do 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 Cassie. That's right. Uh-huh. We're following Cassie. It kind of start it's I mean, I like the way it started out. So yeah, she goes she's got a nighttime hobby where she goes around at bars and pretending she's just really fucking drunk. Um while the nice guy, take you know, make sure she gets home and usually ends up not being a nice guy. And I kind of love the way that they discover that because <laughs> they're in the middle of doing something wrong. And she's what are like, you doing? What yeah. are you doing? I said, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I like the premise of it. I think it could have gone better. And then the, and then like and then at the halfway point, you're just like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> it's yeah. To do it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, uh, <sighs> it was an interesting premise and I thought it was going to go that route of like her just being like this, like vigilante v- vigilante vision yeah. seeker. But all she's basically doing is calling these guys out on their shit and just letting them go.
0: Well, some of them. Okay. So, some of them. Right. So she had a little book where she was keeping track of people. The different colors meant different things. So she marked your tally marks were in blue, black, and red. I think the red ones didn't because the first guy we the, saw when she's walking home, she had blood on herself. Right. Right. So right. we we're like, ooh, she killed him or, you know, something. Something? She beat the shit out of him? What happened? Like- he got marked in red. And then some, there was another guy that we saw that just kind of got a warning. Um, so I think the different codes meant different things. But I wanted to, I wanted to see her go fucking American Psycho on these guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and I wanted that. That's what the movie to be about. So it turns out that she's doing this because her best friend that she grew up with ended up was attacked at a party. I guess you know she was drunk and you know guy takes advantage of her films it it gets passed around school her life gets ruined she ends up taking her own life what was interesting to me is it was almost like you don't see a movie from the point of view of somebody's friend or somebody that that happens to we we see how, we've seen plenty of movies of girls that that's happened to and how it affects their lives and yeah. How that plays out. But you don't really see how it affects those that are closest to them, especially her best friend who was like, I should have been there with her, you know? I yeah. mean, I, I I can't imagine what this does to your best friend. Yeah. I mean, it was sad. She was a promising vet student. She dropped out of school to take care of her friend who ended up not taking care of herself.
1: Yeah. Um, we don't they don't get too into the nitty-gritty, at least I don't remember that they did. Uh, not the details, her, no. Yeah,
0: about what happened to her door friends. So you just
1: assuming and pretty much you know guessing that like i mean until the end where the guy says that she's dead um
0: yeah w- yeah we knew that we-, we were assuming she took her own life
1: yeah
0: um the you know so yeah i,
1: I wish it would have gotten a little more that it- it's funny because laverne cox is in it and she's also in uh, there's a
0: bunch of great people in this movie when oh they yeah started naming off all the people that began you know molly shannon laverne Bo cox Durham. Like, oh shit
1: yeah uh, Clancy Brown fucking Jennifer Coolidge
0: totally and I love um, that Jennifer Coolidge was not playing a slutty part good for her or a dumb ditzy part yeah she was the mom but I'm like I'm glad they didn't slut her up
1: yeah they always do yeah um
0: yeah so halfway through the movie she ends up you know she's so she works in a coffee shop and her mom and her parents are worried about her like girl you're 30 you work in a coffee shop you're out all night what the fuck are you doing we're worried about you she has this night hobby so then, you know, she runs into this guy that she went to vet school with had a crush on her and she starts liking him. That's where I'm like, OK, no, if you are this much of a man hater, I mean, and how could you not be? You're not going to be like, well, the, the the what I thought was going to happen was that
1: she was going to realize that not all dudes are bad guys until they fucking flip the script. And like they talk about the uh, the the footage and she ends up realizing that he's in the footage yeah and And he's like okay that's convenient like like at that point i just kind of rolled my eyes i'm like all right like oh what 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 a what an ironic twist that this guy just happened to be at the place where this girl was getting you know abused um because i thought i'm like oh this guy's probably gonna turn around and stuff and you know like Make her realize that not not everybody is bad, and then that she would confront the the people who did it, and then realize that like, you know, she doesn't have to like kill these people or whatever that she was planning, right? Because from what it sounds like, she was planning on like marking this guy with the the her friend's name, mm. um, mm-hmm. on his body, so he'd be scarred for life with this person's name on it, and his his you know future wife would be like, the fuck. Mm-hmm. But instead, what happens is that the uh <laughs> the uh
0: that so he flips the script and he ends up smothering her, and it's like, come, you know, the ho- well, whole whole time I'm going, come on, come on, yeah, come on. First of all, he's one handed, and you can't find him off. Second, it's like your whole job is faking that you're drunk to yeah. get guys to do what you want. I don't know yeah. why she didn't just fake she was fucking dead. That's and that's quit what fighting. I thought.
1: That's what I thought she was doing. She was faking, and then like end up, like, yeah, you know taken out on him but apparently she had quote unquote the wherewithal of she had backup yeah like she she ended up like setting these scheduled texts and 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 sent the um sent the video to uh, one of the guys who she was going to confront but she ended up forgiving him because he just felt like shit Um, the lawyer guy. he was the
0: defense lawyer for yeah, yeah. For...
1: who she ends up uh you know forgiving but she ends up like sending him the the, the phone with the video on it or whatever Um, so yeah, fucking the, 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 uh, the groom and Schmidt from new girl end up like,
0: what a random role for Schmidt too.
1: Yeah. Especially because like, if you look at the top cast, he's not even like listed in the top cast, which is like, it's Schmidt man. Like, come on (laughs) or Schmidt. But so yeah, she shows up at the end, like as the, uh, looking like a, a, a stripper nurse and you know, she she basically quote, you know, like tells this guy, you know, we go out, of, we got to go upstairs. I don't get paid unless I go upstairs. We don't have to do anything, but I have to go upstairs. And then that's when she, you know, cuffs him to the bed and breaks down what, you know, who she is, and you know, because she tells him his her her name is her friend's name, and he's like, "Wait, what? What'd you say?" That was great. You know, um, it this movie could have been so much more, mm-hmm. and I think that it it just kind of just fell flat
0: mm-hmm. totally
1: yeah I'm, i was bummed
0: yeah like i said, it had a great premise
1: yeah yeah i think that it could have taken it someplace um you know even if you were going to like stick to the premise like you could have made it a little gory you
0: could have made it a little more
1: that and it wasn't even that um
0: i kind of i kind of like how she was even getting revenge on some of the women in a way who
1: oh yeah like didn't help uh, like i mean again, Con-
0: connie britain allison Br- yeah it's like again great names. so connie Britton was the head of the school and i love how she goes there it's like oh you don't remember her name and oh what she was drunk or girl shouldn't have been in that situation and then tells her your daughter's in the same situation and oh now you care i yeah, was like oh. oh damn i was like yeah go girl go girl
1: yeah i mean those those little uh pieces there of the movie where you're like oh shit all right that was smart of her to do but you know, you figure it would have climbed to a better climax.
0: It made me feel like she was smarter The you know, she was smarter than letting herself get killed at the end by this idiot. Like she was smarter than that. Come on. Yeah. And you set yourself up and I don't know. Maybe it was maybe it was suicide. Maybe she knew. You Yeah,
1: know. that's that's kind of what I was thinking, especially after she had planted the uh, not planted, but had sent the, the video to the guy who she'd forgiven and then set those like scheduled texts to her Mm -hmm. former boyfriend um so maybe maybe she couldn't take it anymore maybe she thought this was the way out and maybe once once he started smothering her maybe she knew that like this was her time to go Mm -hmm. maybe that's why she didn't fight him off i don't know
0: but yeah it seems to me that like the whole movie and the shit she was doing again was really smart and the way she was setting especially the women up because they were a little harder to set up than the men yeah But, but it's like and you just let yourself get smothered yeah. by, so, by I one mean, hand with this I guy? Mean, yeah,
1: so maybe, yeah, one-handed, uh, coughed, and, and pillow fucking smothered and shit. And then, like, I don't know, like, I mean, I've never killed anybody, uh, but I don't know if I'd be able to fall asleep next to the dead body like this fucking asshole yeah, did. Yeah. He wakes up and he's like, oh, God, I'm still here and next yeah. to this dead fucking nurse. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it kind of fell off the rails a little bit at the end. It was though- also produced like Margot Robbie was one of their producers.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, I think they could have tightened it up. I think, uh, I think if they just would have given it a little more TLC, I think it could have been better. But I think it fell off the rails a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Could have been better. Meh. Yeah. Yeah. On that note. I give it like a one point five. I've given it. Meow, meow. Um yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna um I mean at this point I'm not gonna recommend it to anybody. I don't think I'll watch it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not anything I'm gonna revisit uh, or there's anything where I'm gonna be like, Oh yeah, that part was dope. I'd watch that part again. I think <laughs> I, I think it gets a... For me. A one. Is that a one? Yeah, it's a okay. one. Um yeah. just because I you know, I didn't hate it, but I also thought it could have been better. Um. So yeah, d- don't bother. Just let's yeah. talk about it. We give you the abridged version, and um, we saved you two hours, which I fucking every time I open up a movie and it starts with, "Oh,
0: it's two hours." I'm like, "Fuck, please." Oh, fuck. you know what? I didn't even look at that this time. I didn't. Yeah, uh, it. Now, mind
1: you, it didn't feel like two hours. Uh huh. To me, it didn't feel like two hours. So that's good. So maybe the one is, 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 is a solid one because it didn't feel like it was two hours. <laughs> but yeah, when I see a movie's two hours and it's usually a heavy like subject matter, I'm like, oh, fuck, man, strap in, brother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: strap in, brother. It's going to get heavy.
1: But yeah, don't bother. We did, the, we did the hard work for you. Just listen to us. Um, chat about it really quick. And yeah, you're welcome.
0: Apparently, if I'm reading this correctly, on the wiki page, uh huh, it was nominated for Academy Award Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress, Best Original Screenplay, uh, and Best Film Editing, and it won Best Original Screenplay.
1: I would look that up outside of Whoa. wiki. <laughs> I
2: was like, okay, let's go to Academy I don't, Award. I don't, I don't believe that best original screenplay promising young woman weird
0: so that was for last year and then this year did they give them out already no they didn't give them out already
1: no i think did they even announce them
0: yeah because well, remember getting, um
1: yeah we're getting the screeners now cuz
0: i was talking about how kidman was nominated, and so was Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Because I was just looking right here. Okay, so Best Screenplay nominated this year was Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. I heard that Licorice Pizza was pretty bad. Really? I heard,
1: like, I had heard, like, it was, like, I would heard things about it that were like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I, It well, came. It came. I have it it's,
0: here. Th- they're talking about centering around a romance between this older girl and this younger guy, and it's like, they're, hmm. Ages seem like if in real life would be a little predatory. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson.
1: It was a different time. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what people say? Isn't that what people say? It was a different time.
0: So my favorite show on right now, my favorite crap reality show that I'm watching is Married at First Sight. And I think I told you about it last week. There's this one bitch on there who like doesn't like the guy but won't even tell him why kind of thing. Uh-huh. So they finally like oh yeah, and they're going to move into the apartment. She goes, "Well, how about you live there half the time and I can live there half the time?" And he's like, "No." So they got to the apartment and they were meeting with one of the shrinks, one of the professionals who set him up. And the the guy is pretty much like, "Nah, this is my decision day. I want a divorce." wow good for you and this bitch started crying like get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here yeah that you don't get to be on tv no more so anyway i mean the show's not over because they're still like i think they do five five couples now i decided to go back and watch it from season one because i never did i kind of jumped on well
2: how many seasons seasons are
0: there i think we are in season 13 what yeah Right now, I think it's season thirteen that they're on. If not, a little cuckoo bonkers. You should have seen. Okay, so I went back and watched the first season, right? Um, and you should have seen the first season when they told these people that's what this show was. Um, they didn't even know. Well, they they told they were told they were doing it like a social experiment. Mm-hmm. and then so they got a bunch they had they narrowed it down to like i don't know they had like 50 guys 50 women they're like they knew that like um you know half people back out so it's funny because they showed them in this like you know little conference room in a hotel they're like okay so what this show is is you know we're professionals we're gonna match you up with somebody and you're gonna get married at first sight at the altar not knowing this person and you should have seen how many people just got up and walked out right there was pretty funny <laughs> yeah well those are the smart people yeah well, okay. So the first season they had three, they only did three couples and I already watched the first, I think I blew through the first season in like two days or something. So the first, and then the, like, there's this one couple and the girl walked out and she's like, oh my God, she like, didn't like him. She didn't think he was cute. She wasn't attracted to him. She spent most of her wedding day crying in the corner. And then they always have them take photos, your wedding photos. They do take those together. And like, a lot of people are like, this is totally awkward because you're getting close to this person who you don't know. Yeah. Some people are like have chemistry and they're cool with it. You know, anyway. She, she's like, and it turns out that like he's a super nice guy and he was being really patient with her. And like, you know, within like the next couple, like within two weeks, she was like just totally smitten with him. And she was like, now I'm afraid that I'm going to really like him and he's not going to like me. You know, Um, it was super cute because the whole point in these people, it's like a sexologist, somebody who's into religion, um, a sociologist. There's like a team, at the beginning, there's a team of like four quote unquote experts because they're like, you know, professors. I don't know what they are, you know, but they're experts in these areas and they're the ones matching you up. So a lot of these people that are like fucking, you know, 30 or whatever and going, well, fuck, apparently I haven't make, been making good choices. So why not let experts pick it? And they pick it, you know, based on, again, a lot of these things, They they always have the, the before the first episode is the casting special and they kind of show you the conversation that these doctors are having and the interview with different people they go to your house this one doctor is opening up your fucking drawers she is oh, like peeking into everything gross. like well you gotta be you know because most people lie when they're you know filling out these forms and things sure, like that Sure, of
1: course but i i still think the premise of this
0: show is pretty gross <laughs> so, well, it's interesting. well like i said i can see how people would go for it based on those people that just have a shitty track record and just don't trust their own judgment anymore, because it's like obviously if you've been picking the wrong people for twenty years, yeah, you're not a good picker. It kind
1: of um, it, it's it remind me when when you're done explaining this that it kind of reminds me of something. Okay, that, I, that so I was tortured into watching.
0: Their their point was the doctor's point is like you know it's kind of a new take on arranged marriage. This is what looks good on paper, but it's still up to you guys to put in the work. Because the doctor's whole point is that love grows with, you know, love can grow and it's not just always an, in, an instant attraction, you know, an instant love sure. at first sight kind of thing, you know, and they're like, and you have to put in the work. And And that's the funny thing is you see these people that aren't instantly attracted to people, but, you know, after spending time with them and getting to know them and more about, them, you know, they fall in love with them. And it, it's super cute. So it's like, I watched the show to watch the successes. And like I said, this season, it's like they put this train wreck on just to be a train wreck. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to see the train wrecks. I want to see the ones that work out. So this first season, the funny thing is, is as I was flipping through episodes to watch, I noticed later on, there's a like a season that they got their own season where they had a baby. So it's like, I uh, so I know the couple is still together, stayed together, you know? And it was the couple okay. where she was crying at, at her whole, the wedding the whole day and they're still together and they have kids. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's interesting to me, like I said, that the ones that even stay together are, <laughs> are interesting to me.
1: So this is kind of, reminiscent to me of a movie that I was tortured into watching um so you know sometimes like the girls my wife and my daughter tend to have the same kind of movie kind of viewing thing that they prefer they prefer like romantic comedies and things and sometimes I just give in because I just don't want to make a decision I'm just like I'm just, <laughs> gonna, just gonna sit here on the couch and play my switch while you guys watch this movie mm mm-hmm. So this week they put on Marry Me with
0: J Lo and Owen Wilson. Oh, I saw the premise of that and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs>
1: Holy crap. What the fuck, man?
0: So yeah. That's it was dumb. So what it, she finds her her guy's cheating on her, and so she just picks a guy out of the crowd to marry for so, what reason? So
1: oh my god. So she she's got this concert where she's gonna marry her her. Uh, fiance or whatever and they have this like big hit called marry me which is an awful song um and they sing it too many times in the movie and i'm like this song sucks balls (laughs) um so uh so uh uh sarah silverman uh was gonna go with some friends to the show but like they canceled so um she takes owen wilson who she works with at the school and he takes his daughter because like hey you know wouldn't it be cool if you were like the cool dad who took his daughter to this and um Sarah Silverman plays a lesbian who took a sign that said, Marry me. That- so, so she uh passes the sign on to him to hold um while she's like you know filming herself, you know, live, you know, Instagram, whatever, of like, hey, look where I'm at. Woo! <laughs> and so he's holding this fucking sign where she comes out and 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 you know, comes out of the stage and basically like she had just found out, like right before she went on that like he had cheated on her and so, yeah, she decides to just pick like she sees this dude in the fucking thing and she points at him and goes, all right, I'll marry you like it's better off than marrying this fucking guy. And so they bring this guy on stage and he's just like, OK, and they get married and then like they get to like they, you know, they at first it's like a publicity stunt, but then they get to know each other. It's just
0: it was so bad. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. I liked the premise of it and it not pretty bad. Oh, it's so bad.
1: And so yeah, I'm like every time that they would start singing the stupid song, I'm like, I'm like, come on, J Lo, come on. Um, and it's just like, you know, there's certain couples that you're like, all right, I-, I can see where they don't match, but I can see where, you know, there's that charm that they have. Like it just seemed fucking weird that like Owen Wilson and like J Lo were played <laughs> to fall in love. It's just a weird fucking couple, and I just didn't know. Right. It was- And and mind you, I'm playing my Switch while I'm kind of like side watching this thing going, wow, this is some bullshit. I'm glad I have my fucking Animal Crossing going on right now. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, please. uh, Even look, I get it that people like these sappy kind of movies and it's just not my thing. Don't waste your time with this one. Find something better.
0: Thanks. Not gonna go. Go watch the Um, book or something. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what season I did jump in this show. It's got to be either like seven or something so i got a few seasons that i could watch but it's interesting to me how it evolved too because like now what they do is they have all the couples they go to the same resort on their honeymoon they all live in the same building because they're like nobody else is going through this experience with you besides these people they're like you can lean on each other you know because how many people have an experience of being married to a stranger so because at the beginning it was like you had to figure out whose house they were getting you were moving into and shit and the beginning it was only a month and now it's Eight weeks, Weird. and you make a decision. Oh my god,
1: I, that that sounds just torturous to me. <laughs> well, <Now> mind <laughs> you, this is coming from somebody who who like waited almost five years to like 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 settle down with with my wife and shit. Like I was like, I want to make sure this motherfucker wasn't like cuckoo bonkers before I put a ring <laughs> on it. So um, this time frame just sounds insane to me.
0: Yeah, um it's funny because one of the seasons I watched, couple you know, uh, COVID happened right, so mm-hmm. they had to shut down and they had actually longer that time to decide because they shut down to production. They ended up having three months instead of two or something. And one of the couples said, if it wasn't for COVID, we probably would have got divorced. But once they were actually locked down together without the cameras and stuff and actually got to know each other a little bit more, Hmm. they're like, it was actually COVID that we brought us closer together and they decided (laughs) to stay married. Interesting. What cracks me up is the people that like, because literally you don't see the person until so you're walking down the aisle and what cracks me up is the ones that know each other. Like, oh shit. They're like, I know. her. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh that's crazy. That's so, happened like, they've twice said, that I've
1: seen. That, like they, they're they like, maybe went to like high school or something. One of them was,
0: the most recent one is they didn't go, they went to this college in the same state and they were both part of, not like, um. it was a group where colleges would like, almost like challenge each other Bad. I can't think of what it was called mm. but they met each other at these conferences kind of thing so they knew okay. of each other and she said I even liked you and we were going to go out on a date but you ghosted me and he's like no and she's like I still have the text <gasps> people that didn't erase her text it's creepy and- and he admits that he was one of those people that would just kind of move on from people really quick. Like the first thing he saw that he didn't like, he would bounce. And I don't even think, I don't remember why he didn't. I was going to say, it. like,
1: what exactly didn't he like that? He was like, yeah, I'm not even going on. I don't
0: know, thing. but they ended up not staying together. Um,
1: Not surprising. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but she always had a crush on him. It was sad, the sad thing. Hmm. But he was, he was, he was kind of a jerk. I didn't like him. He was one of those like, he expects people to be perfect kind of thing. He had this list of all this shit that he wanted. And it's like, you know, you don't check off all the boxes. And when he was definitely not perfect himself. No. And he wasn't, he was like, "Um, I'm going to need you to take a shower before you get into bed at night. Okay. (laughs) What if you're a morning showering person? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I don't do that or whatever, you know, and when he would talk to her and then he would try to explain his feelings. And then when she would try and explain hers, He would get pissy and go like, oh, I can't believe you get up and walk away. It's like, you weren't even listening to her. It's like, you got to talk dude. You aren't even listening to her. Um, But one of the other couples previous to that and they were both these totally just oddball quirky granola eaten like hippie living. These two people, total free spirits and that they knew each other because they kind of had the friends, the same friend circle. But at the time where they guess the couple of times they met each other, they both were in relationships with other people got it and they they ended up staying married at the end i don't i haven't checked to see and they're still married today um they were cute mm. sounds cuckoo bonkers to me yeah i'm like what what are their needs i trying to look she was going to be a doctor that was the her thing Is like she finished she was waiting on a residency and she was waiting to find out where she was going to get her residency. Like, either they were going to stay. I think they were in Texas. She could have gotten to Texas, but she might have had to move to like DC or something like that. And he was mm-hmm. like, I'm not 100% sure we're going to stay married. Oh, I think they're still Jessica and Austin. I think that was them. I think they're still married. I can't tell. There's no pictures with these names. I don't remember <laughs> their names anymore. Anywho, All right, well, what should we watch next?
1: Uh, Let's get a palate cleanser after this one. Yeah. So,
0: like, is Free Guy out yet? I think it's coming out this week on Disney. Let, let's look. You've watched it already, haven't you?
1: Yeah, and I'll watch it again because I liked it. Okay. Let's see.
0: Free Guy. Dreaming.
1: Uh, free Guy will be available to stream on Disney Plus in the US starting February 23rd. That covers us, right?
0: Yeah, that's uh, what, Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, that's Wednesday. Okay, cool. Let's do that. All right. Fun. Like, all Yay, right. Free yeah. Guy. A Free Guy.
2: Free
1: Guy. Yeah, that was fun. I'd like to watch that again. And that was last year it came out?
0: I think so. Cool beans. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see what my dogs are up to they've been way too quiet for too long.
1: Yeah. I'm uh I'm gonna rest for a little bit and then I'm gonna go hang out with my girls. Um All right. my other girls. Have fun with go, that. I'll hang out with listener Jen and, and 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 her wife and her child and uh have a good old Sunday. And I'm off tomorrow. Yay, President's Day. Oh yeah, me too. Yay! Yay. It's 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 weird working at a place that actually gives you like good day. Good holidays off. Like this place gives me MLK Day off, which the old place didn't. Oh, uh, we get that. President's we got Day.
0: presidents. Yeah, we get like Memorial Day and Labor Day and all that bullshit.
1: Yeah, this place gives me some good holidays, so I like it. I like it a lot. Ours is
0: only six, but because I think till after this one, the next one's not till May, which that Memorial Day. Oh, probably. And then after that, not until Labor Day. So wait. MLK Presidents Memorial Day Labor Day and then um, Arbor Day Boxing Day (laughs) Boxing (laughs) Day Uh, no then it's like you know the regular holidays then we get into Thanksgiving Christmas New Year's all that shit yeah yeah anywho all right uh well that was Goody Squad episode 140 yeah thank you for joining us
1: yeah hey everybody have a, a a fantastical week and um Be fabulous. Be fabulous and be safe.
2: Bye-bye. No, seriously, you can stop, stop listening. We're done.